It's always fun to celebrate with families once we've reached their sleep goals or to look back at what sleep used to look like compared to where we are now. This episode feels extra special because we're going to be going way back with Mora, who was a former client and is now a fellow sleep consultant on the Via Graces team, and we're going to dig into the before sleep training, during sleep training, and since sleep training with her sweet boy. Hey there, I'm Lauren Angler, your fellow mom friend and pediatric sleep consultant of Via Graces. This is a place where you'll learn all the sleep tips and tricks so you feel equipped to navigate the ups and downs of your little one's sleep. You'll also get an inside look at our family's life as I share the real joys and tougher moments of parenting. So whether you're nap trapped, driving to daycare pickup, or you're enjoying a solo evening walk, my goal is for this podcast to be another reminder that when it comes to most things in parenting, All it takes is a plan and a whole lot of grace. I'm so glad you're here. All right, Maura, I am so excited to have you on the podcast and to chat about your sleep story with James. So to kick it off, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Yeah, so I am, I like a lot, hate saying geriatric mother, but I'm a 40-year-old with a two, almost three-year-old. I love saying it because I think it gives me a leg up on a lot of things. But yeah, so I'm an older mom that uh, my husband and I struggled a little bit with infertility, but we finally got our loving little boy, James, who is, like I said, almost three. And yeah, my husband and I met, I think it was maybe 11 years ago now, something like that. Yeah. And it seems seems like yesterday, but it it seems like a long time at the same time because we've moved a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we've been together. I think we've been married for eight. And then yeah, James, like I said, it's almost three years old. And we, like I said, travel a lot, move a lot uh, for my husband's job. And yeah, we kind of are on our own island too as parents, right? It's kind of why I ended up with a sleep consultant. We, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute, but we have to do pretty much everything on our own. You know, because you move so often, right? Right, exactly. So, you know, when we're building our, you know, community or our tribe, if you will, right? Um, It's not as traditional as a lot of people have, like, oh, I can lean on grandma and grandpa or aunts and uncles and cousins. So we have to figure out our resources differently, which is the beauty of things like sleep consultants, right? Because they come into our communities and help lift us up when we need the help that we so desperately need you know, in times like this. Mm-hmm. And we, we connected on Instagram, right? You found me on Instagram? Oh, totally randomly. Like I was scrolling, you know, one of my midnight scrolls while I was desperately awake trying to breastfeed James. And that's another story for another day on feeding. But yeah, I, I was scrolling and I had already, you know, looked into different avenues with sleep, which we can talk about. But um, yeah, you randomly, literally a reel of yours randomly popped up on my IG and I'm like, oh, I really like her, you know, like something about your personality, I guess. Mm. I must've just knew you were from the Ohio area. I just, cause my mom's from Ohio. So I must've oh, just great. like, yeah. <laughs> so I must've just, oh, she's so, she's so peaceful. I remember thinking you're so peaceful. <laughs> She's so calming. So, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about us in a nutshell, you know, but yeah, no, well, well, I love that because we, so we connected on Instagram a little over two years ago and we mm. were like 
in the pandemic, right? Yeah. Like James is a full-blown yes. pandemic baby. Sure um, was. He was just seven months old when you reached out and mm-hmm. it was really fun. I know I sent them to you, but it was so fun pulling up your questionnaire and your sleep log from again, what feels like forever ago. Apparently it was just two years ago, but remembering the details about our time together. So can you share with us just what did sleep look like before we worked together? Why did you reach out to me? So we, it was touch and go, but I will say just up front, it was a beautiful time and a hard time, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful because there was lots of opportunity to bond with James and lots of beautiful moments. Plus he was my, you know, most anticipated thing in my life. So I was so, so happy to have him and I would never, you know, look back on that time and say, gosh, it was so hard because it was hard, but it was, it was interwoven with a lot of really beautiful moments. So mm-hmm. Yeah. But sleep specifically, I think like a lot of other people, you know, in that newborn phase up through four, you know, like the four month regression, it was kind of okay. Right. You know, he was sleeping a lot, doing the touch and go sleep, you know, but sleeping a lot more. He, you know, around the four month mark. Well, I'd say he was even delayed maybe by a week or two, but we moved a lot. Right. So it was good that he was sleeping a lot. His environment changed a lot, but he was really, really easygoing through the whole process. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that, that was part of the hard part, right? Was we didn't have a nursery to come home to. We didn't have a stable environment for him. Um, we started in one bassinet and then ended up moving to a snoo, mm-hmm. you know, which I'll, which I'll talk about in a second, but, you know, we started in, and I forget what it is, but it's a very popular brand, you know, like the bassinet we started off with mm-hmm. that was like a, a next to the bed, not like on the bed, but next to the bed bassinet. Yeah. And then we moved into the snoop. And so he moved at eight weeks and then was in a temporary home until he was like 12 or 14 weeks. And then we moved into our house in Texas. And, you know, as you probably could imagine, it takes two to three months to set everything up, if not longer. Right. So, I mean, he did not have his own room with a crib until he was closer to six months. Yeah. Right. So we were doing everything that we could to keep things as normal as we could. Yes. I went online and I'm a very, I'm a prep person. So I like to, when I was pregnant, even well, the years I was trying to get pregnant. And then while I was pregnant, I was reading all the things I was prepping. I'm like, okay. And I'm, you know, like I said, I'm 40, right? So I, all of my friends have had their babies like a decade ago, like they are done, you know? And so, I mean, I had a lot of knowledge and a lot, you know, a lot of little micro gifts, if you will, like from all these different people, like little moments of like, Hey, remember this or do this. And um, so I was just reading all the things. And one of the things I read on, you know, prior to him even being born was sleep. Right. And so I was paying attention I wasn't completely out of it yeah. when I was, you know, going into it, um, not saying other parents are out of it. I'm just saying I personally knew going into it that I needed to be prepared because I would have been out of it, Yep. you know, out of myself. Like I would not have been collected enough, not going in prepped. And I did. So I knew what to look for. So I was trying to enjoy all of the moments that I could. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I would say right around the four or five month mark when he was still sleeping on me almost only. Yeah. Right. Yep. We had a really hard breastfeeding journey, you know, story not for today, but maybe another time, but the breastfeeding journey wasn't easy. 
And because of that, he also needed some added love and care, right? Mm -hmm. And so sleep was really tough. Naps specifically. I remember when you and I first started together, um, even looking back on my original questionnaire with you was like, he's doing decently well at night, but naps were almost non-existent where it was like 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Yes. How can you can't even like put him down, walk out of the room, grab yourself a water, let alone something to eat, get in the shower, because let's be honest, none (laughs) of us have showered by nap one. None of us have. And so, you know, you can't do it, let alone chores, any like I'm a big writer. So like I had no writing done. I had nothing. No, no phone calls, no nothing. 20 minutes was up and he was up again. So, you know, that's kind of what it looked like really up until you, it was touch and go a little better at the beginning. And then it really got harder as we went in um, to starting with you. And I tried other options, you know, prior to you and it just didn't, it just didn't pan out like the one size fits all thing. Right. Didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so, so I want to dig into that a little bit more because you even mentioned like when we started working together, it wasn't like teach me all the things. I know nothing. Mm. Just feel you, you knew your stuff. You knew about sleep. You had been doing a lot of reading. You knew what options were out there, which happens all the time, right? We have families who come to us who know what they're doing. Maybe they've worked with a sleep consultant before, or they've had other children. So I'm curious with even the background knowledge that you had, um, what made you decide to hire a sleep consultant? It was two things. One, my mental health, Because I was not getting sleep and sleep is so important as we know as pediatric sleep coaches. Yes. But as someone I'm personally, as you know, I'm very passionate about adult sleep. Mm -hmm. I never had a problem with sleep before him and, um, you know, personal sleep of mine. And it is so imperative to have a great night of sleep, especially if you need it for your mental health. Yeah. I'm saying, I think I would say everybody needs it for their mental health. Mental health is so important, but me specifically, um, you know, I need it. Mm-hmm. as a baseline and I wasn't getting it. So that was one. And two is just, you know, like the, the value of life, if, if you will, like what's the right wording, but my husband and I had no time together. Yep. None because yep. it was either he was sleeping on me or, you know, my husband was helping out, you know, I couldn't do any, any, like I said, even just at nap time, but at bedtime, like after he went to quote bed at night, no, I mean, you're not, you're still responding up until you're going to bed. Yep. It's, it's kind of tied in. I already said mental health, but it's kind of tied in with this like predictive thinking like, oh, he's going to wake up. So you can't fall asleep. Yes. Right. Like there's this like psychology to it. Like, oh, they're going to wake up in an hour, half an hour, whatever it is. So it was really that in total. My husband and I talked about it before signing up with you and said, look, you know, what what's worth it here Yeah, for us? And it goes back to my original comment of we don't have a community. Yep. We don't have a tribe. So it was, let's build the tribe up better and let's just take the plunge and go and, yeah. and get a sleep control. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And I love too, because I think you guys were in a space where sleep was hard. I would say, mm-hmm. um, correct me if I'm wrong, you probably weren't at a breaking point. You could have continued to move forward, but you were in a space where, right, you said, I have no time with my husband. I can't work out. I have no time to write. So you weren't right. at a breaking point, but you were just in a place where something has to change. And, and we want help making that change. And we certainly were able to do that together. I mean, even just sleep training, 
in general, even the phrase sleep training can be really scary for a lot of families. And when we approach sleep training, it can be scary because we really don't know what it will look like until we're in it. Until you started sleep training, James, you didn't actually know what it could look like. You and I talked about what are realistic expectations, but you don't actually know what it will look like until night one, until you really get started. So I would love to hear from your perspective, what the process was like for you, what it was like for James, for you guys as a family. Tell us a bit about what the process actually looked like once you got started. I, well, having found you on Instagram and, you know, I joked at the front, you know, that at the top that we, I I found you so calming, right? (laughs) So I knew going into it that I was going to be in good hands, but what I didn't anticipate was that it was almost like you're like a caregiver, Mm. right? You're, you're giving care to the family that is seeking something and you in, in a sleep consultant in general, most that I've met you're you know, you and I, of course, you know, I know myself, I know you, but others I've met too, you know, the intake of the families, the questionnaire portion of when you're asking all of these questions, the questions are so thought out mm. and thoughtful that it makes you feel calmer. It makes you feel at ease that your needs will be met hmm. in this process and that you're being heard. Yeah. I think being a herd, especially I, you know, I'm not a dad. I can't speak for dads, but as a mother, right. I, I just wasn't feeling heard. I didn't feel heard in hmm. this sleep journey with James. Cause hmm. I was talking to pediatricians. I was even asking the lactation consultant. I was asking all of my friends who, and I will say there's always that, oh, we didn't have any trouble with our kids. You know, there's always that like unspoken, like, yeah, come on. You, you had no trouble with all of your kids. You know, some kids have three kids, you know, you know, a good friend of mine has three kids. Um, I'm not saying that she said she had no trouble, but I'm just thinking of it and going, come on, like no one had any trouble. (laughs) Yes. in all of my friends' groups, they didn't have any trouble. Come on. I mean, I'd like to think 30 years from now, I will still remember the 10 months of yes. nights we had with our oldest. So, right. Exactly. Right. Right. You know, but, but, and, and even then you just said 10 months, right? It was only, t- only 10. Yeah. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, these are people that have like 12 year old saying, I've never had it. Like, right. okay. So I just like the fact that I was going to be heard, well taken care of. And the process was so, I think, simple. Hmm. Have a discovery call, you know, free. Who gets that? Nothing's free. It's 2023. Nothing's free. Free discovery call. You get enough in that discovery call that you feel confident going into it. Hmm. You make your own choice. There's no pressure in the process. You go sign up and then you fill out this questionnaire. Great. And then you know exactly what's coming. Like, okay, you, you know, you pay, you choose the package, you pay your invoice, then you're going to get this questionnaire. You do that. Then after that, you have my, you know, like the consult call with your consultant and you run through the plan and then you execute it. I mean, it's like how, how easy. Yeah. It's so easy. So the process is, is easy. And then the sleep training part of it yeah went pretty I mean a lot smoother than we had anticipated yeah you know I don't want to go too far into that part because it's so specific to James right you know his sleep you know the method that we chose and all of that yeah you know it's very specific to James but it did go a lot quicker than we had anticipated yeah and he surprised us along the way I think he even surprised you along the way you know right and at the end of it well, I would say even two, three days in, we were like, oh my gosh. But the end of it, 
the same feeling. I felt heard. I felt, you know, it was a success Mm -hmm. and that I could get, I could get what I wanted out of it, you know, which was some of my own time back and some, yeah. And some mental clarity. So it was really good. And then (laughs) I will have to say at the end of this, or, you know, like the last little thing is when I saw no more pacifier, I was, oh my goodness. I was just about to bring that up. I knew, I know, I know, I knew you were going to go there. Pacifiers. I was like, no way, no way. Because everyone's so divided on the yes. topic, right? Yes. Some people tell you to put like a, a jillion of them in the crib yep. and some say do all, all the things. There's all different methods out there, right? And and not knocking any of it. Some of it can work for other kids yeah. maybe, right? But for James, it wasn't. He was popping it out, you know, and, and, and then immediately waking up and we were doing the pacifier game all yeah. night. Now, no, thank you, ma'am. No, thank you. Right. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I don't know if I feel comfortable with this. But then when you explained it to me, like, look, let's just go cold turkey, just trust the process. And then by night two, I think I told you this. I don't know if it was in my log, but I was shocked. Yeah. Like, wow. When I I remember you coming back to the pacifier thing. So, like, during our two weeks together, I remember we had at least one refresher call, like within the year or something like that. And then even onboarding you to work together. And as we've worked with families, I mean, the pacifier thing comes up a lot. And I, I just remember that being a thing for you. So it's so fun when, when you have a family that's like, but the pacifier, you were there. Like yeah. you remember that. Yep. yep. I just, I just had a uh, consult with someone two nights ago mm-hmm. where they were talking about it and, and pretty, I wouldn't say they were overly worried about yeah. it, but they were cautious. They were like, are you, know, are you sure? Like, yeah. blah, blah. It's scary. And I'm like, look, I, I, but it feels good. Right. I was literally in their shoes. Yeah. I'm a, I was, I'm a consultant, but I was a a client and I can say I have been there a hundred percent and I get it. And it feels so nice to tell them that Yes, like trust the process. Yes. Right. Well, because so James was in the snoo, right. He was, right. He had a pacifier. And so, so what I want to clarify too, is when we say we sleep train together, sleep training does not equal the cry it out method. Uh, nope. So here at Via Graces, we use two different sleep training methods, the chair method or uh, check and console or leave and check. I remember we used the chair method with you. And I remember on, on your sleep log, I have it quoted here. You said, I was so glad I could stay in the room with him the first few nights. I was really nervous about him being on his stomach. So even, mm-hmm. even in the process, right? One. Thank goodness you can sleep train and be in the room with your baby as you're supporting him to sleep. But also, yeah. like, I remember you said his face was in the mattress. You had that breathable Newton crib mattress you felt good about. Yep. But there's still that this is your baby. And you're like, this is new. This is different. He's on his face. Okay, but thank goodness, one, that I'm in here watching him fall asleep. And then two, you know, your monitor was able to check on him. But even even within that, right, there's there's celebrations and also like, oh, this is this is still a little scary. Mm-hmm. And you were able to come out on the other side with sleep being the result. Yep. I totally agree. I mean, we had all the bells and whistles. We had yes. the the snoo, we had the thing, and then we had, what was the sock? The, the thing that read outlet, uh, the outlet. we yeah. had the outlet. We had, we had all the things. I mean, well, it was the pandemic, right? So I had all the time yes. to research all the things, Yep. but he had the ultimate crutch was, which is mom. Yes. Sleeping on mom is the ultimate crutch. The so other ones were more crutches him, for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. And I, is actually what I tell parents, you're more, more emotionally tied to the past fire than the child is yep. because it's true. I found that to be true for myself and it is true for them, whether they realize it or not, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me time to realize it. But it is true. But the ultimate crutch for him was sleeping on mom. Yeah. And knowing that I could be in that chair next to him, 
easing it in, yeah, like easing into the process. Yes, it was absolutely beneficial for all of us, I think. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, so we did all this when James was seven months old, which is crazy because he'll be three in just a couple of months. So let's think about, I mean, essentially over the last two years, we know what James sleep looked like before working together. We know um, what his sleep looked like throughout those two weeks. So what has his sleep looked like since going from a baby on a two nap schedule to a toddler, just taking one nap a day and all the ups and downs of you've moved, you've traveled, he's in daycare. So yeah. What has his sleep looked like since working together? Yeah. Moved again, <laughs> moved again. <laughs> moved. <laughs> and yeah. And all the, yeah. So sleep has been consistently great because we have the foundation there. Mm. So I'll start there. When we did the sleep training, it gave me the awareness of how to respond versus react. Mm. That's how I like to tell my clients. So responding instead of reacting like, oh, good goodness, they're crying. Let's go in, you know, learning that, that, you know, little pregnant pause, if you will, like waiting and then going in that, but it, it has been, yeah, I think it's been overall really great. What I will say is a few things. One, I haven't seen any major regressions, you know, not any major ones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The only time there was some sticky points was when he was going from, I think it was down to the one nap mm-hmm. schedule, right? Yep. Yeah. I, I'm like, you'd have, you'd remember because yep. we had to call together. Yeah. So when he was going from two to one, I think that was the trickier one. It didn't get, he didn't give a big, it wasn't a regression. It was just different. Mm-hmm. But what I found was he was getting a lot more right c- cumulative sleep in the two and we were supposed to ideally move him down to a little less hours in the one nap mm-hmm. you know ideally i don't remember what we said but like two two and a half hours and we after talking to you i'm like hey is are there any kids that can sleep three yeah and you're like yeah absolutely high sleep need babies yep. you know he could and he could be one of them and so that was the only time where it was a little bit more of a guessing game yeah after the sleep training was figuring that out. And so, yeah, he was from, I don't remember the age that he started the one nap. Uh, what was around like 18 months, I feel like, right? Or like, you know, was- I just, I remember having our call and it was basically like, hey, I don't think he's there yet, but I want to yeah. start it because of whether it was your move or I think there were just life circumstances that you were like, yeah. if I can have some control on this, I want to. And so you just wanted to yeah. kind of think big picture what is he telling me he needs? But then also right. what is our life telling us that we need? I think that was most of our conversation because you yeah. were, yeah, more trying to plan ahead for what that would look like and make sure <laughs> everything worked well together. Right. You mean I was prepping for something again? No, but yeah, but that does make sense. You know, so I do, I, I remember that. I do think it was with my second move <laughs> that we've had <laughs> since he was born. And so that was really the only time where I saw a major shift, you know, in things, but he didn't have any sleepless nights. Naps were totally fine. I mean, he really was okay. It wasn't harder to put him down. It wasn't harder to wake him up. It was just a little bit different. Didn't change his routine. You know, yeah, I really haven't seen much of a shift. The only time I see any little changes like micro changes or when, you know, he's sick, which is great because it's kind of a predictor of what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and he's never lost sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's never lost sleep. It's just, he, maybe he'll kind of be a little bit more chirpy at nighttime. You know, you'll yeah. hear him 
you know, midnight, one o'clock and maybe like cry, like one, he'll like cry one little cry. Right. Like, you know, and you're like, what, what's going on? Yeah. And then you, you wait and you, oh, okay. He's cool. And he yeah. puts him back, you know, he puts himself back to sleep. Cause that's the goal, right? Yes. The ultimate goal of sleep training is having our kiddos learn to fall asleep independently. Yes. That is the foundational gift. Right. That's the gift. Right. I wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, but right. I we all do. Sleep. Yes. Right. We all do. I mean, as adults, we all do, even if we don't realize it, yes. you know, between sleep cycles, we're just used to and aware and somewhat subconsciously trained to go, okay, you know, I'm, I'm safe in my environment. I'm yep. cool. Everything's here. My needs are met and I'm going back to sleep. Yep. Right. So yeah, really it's just the, you know, when he's been sick or, you know, it, teething at some points, yeah. but he really didn't lose a lot of sleep during teething. Yeah. So overall I would say it's been great. I won't say it's all flowers and, you know, clouds. Right. He's a real human being. He's a human being. He's not a robot, but I will say with that foundational um, knowledge and gift of independent sleep. Yeah. It's been pretty, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Well, and I love that too, because right, like sleep regressions are real, but I think a lot of people get really nervous that there will be a sleep regression at nine months and 12 months and 15 months and 18 months. We think that there's, there's going to be these set sleep regressions. And for some kiddos, they hit more sleep regressions than others. Some kiddos, like it sounds like James just kind of slide right through them. And that's not to say because he has a better sleep foundation than other, other kids. That's just his little personality. But I love to hear, yeah, he's a real human being who, who has, I'm sure had off nights, but the fact that he's almost three still solidly taking naps. My girls were, were definitely moving on to quiet time at this point. So I'm a little jealous that he's still such a solid napper. (laughs) I'm kind of excited that, no, that they're working together now alongside each other. I'll be excited for like, okay, when, when is he going to drop the nap or move to a big bed? Because I feel like I've been such a big part of his sleep journey and now excited that we can do that next to each other. So Right. I exactly. see what that keeps looking like. Well, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to share? No, I mean, honestly, I think it's been, it's nice to kind of look back, right? Like look yeah. back on it all and kind of take a big sigh of relief going, oh, wow, we've gotten here from <laughs> yes. where we were yes. and, and seen the progression in him, you know, and it's so, it's so cheesy, but I'm like, I'm so proud of him. He did so well. <laughs> you should be. Yes. Yeah. I'm proud of him and I've never even met him in person. So I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? We work together and we, that, you know, we work together. One day it person. will happen. It will happen, but <laughs> that's the beauty of technology, right? Yes, truly. Exactly. Truly. But yeah, really, I think that's it. Honestly. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. We'll definitely have you on another time, um, but it was fun reminiscing about your sleep story and um, I'll be excited to, to keep sharing more on the podcast as we keep going. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that was so fun to look back and celebrate little James's sleep story. If you resonated with Mora, maybe your baby is currently in the snoo or you play the pacifier game all night long. Maybe your baby is a chronic 20 minute napper or will only nap on you. The good news is just like it didn't stay that way for James, it doesn't have to stay that way for you either. Mora and I love working with tired families who just want some extra help. We will guide you through a step-by-step sleep training plan personalized for your child and family so you don't have to figure this out alone. Because remember, all it takes is a plan and a whole lot of grace. If you're curious to learn more about what this plan might be like, look in the show notes or head over to viagraces.com slash services and find what package option is best for you. And then maybe one day you'll be on the podcast with me sharing your before and after.